Welcome to the Call to Build podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Morgan Jackson, and here we're going to be discussing how to build the kingdom of God, tell people about Jesus, and love the world through the way God has made each of us individually unique to build His kingdom. We cannot do this without you. Let's get building. Welcome to Call to Build, Episode 7. In this episode, I want to share an open letter to my inner critic. I wrote this a while back, but I have a feeling that I'm not the only one who struggles with this critical voice that rages sometimes inside of our hearts and our minds. Maybe you can find yourself in these words, and then we'll talk about what we can do to get back to truth. Dear inner critic, I would call you friend. You have been around that long, but you are far from kind to me. You tell me all the ways that I am not good enough, not as a woman, not as a wife, not as a mother, and especially not as a Christian. You are constantly pointing out how much I lack, and today you called me fat and ugly and old. You pointed out the rolls on both my body and my neck, and I agreed with you. I had a slight meltdown in front of my family because once again I was listening to you rather than Jesus. My son kept apologizing to me that I was even upset as though he had some responsibility in it. My husband told me he loved me and my family told me I was fine just the way I was. But instead of letting their love in, I only heard your voice yelling louder that not only was I wrong and disgusting physically, but I was once again failing at being a wife and scarring my children for life. No, you definitely are no friend of mine. Religious, yes. Oh boy, are you dressed in your best religious clothing, looking down at me from your long-pointed religious nose, pursing your lips, squinting your eyes as you shake your head back and forth at me. You are constantly telling me what a disappointment I am to the Lord and to every Christian who knows me. To be honest, I would like a break if you don't mind. I am exhausted from your nagging. I love Jesus and want to please him more than anything else in my life. He spends so much time whispering his truth into my heart and all I want to do is shout it from the rooftops. But there you are with your wagging finger pointing it in my face saying things like, Really? Just a bit extra, aren't we? You disguise yourself in other women's voices and faces that pop into my head, but I know it's really you. My husband supports every single thing I am attempting to do, as does my mom, my sister, every person who knows me best. Yet your nagging voice comes to me in the form of strangers with folded arms saying things like, there's no way you can try and do all that and be a good mother. No one could possibly attempt all that. I am rooting for you to fail. Yes, I want to serve God and his kingdom, but I also want to help support my family financially so we can let them play soccer and have beds or maybe one day down the road another vehicle. <laughs> but there you are, stomping on my heart. Should I 
rather want to be a banker, a school teacher, or a barista, I don't believe your accusing voice would be so loud if I wanted to do any of those things. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you are just as loud no matter what. I have cried and cried over this. If it's okay with the Lord or not. No matter how much support I get from people, I love and they cheer for me to go for it. Your voice never stops screaming in my head. But then, then a fighter stands up in me again. I seek God. I ask for his wisdom. I tell him it's all his. I give him my life and I ask for ears to hear and eyes to see and want to be surrendered to him and believe I am. Why on earth do I trust your voice of criticism more than my own relationship with a God I speak to daily? You know what, inner critic? You're right about one thing. I will get it wrong. I will make mistakes. I will let myself, my family, and God down sometimes. But that is not my aim. I am not ignoring him or them. But I am going to learn to ignore you. God will love me even if I fail. He will love me and redirect me even if I get off track. Your voice comes from both my fear of failing and my pride from thinking I can worry myself out of it. I am exhausted. I can't live my life in fear of you anymore. What you don't know is, I know your real name. You call yourself righteousness. You call yourself self-preservation and even safety. But in the end, I know your true name is nothing but condemnation. I find I am not so different from Paul when he said, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Jesus Christ, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death. But the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. Romans 8, 1-8 through 8. I love God. He loves me. I love and live in the Spirit, and so I don't have to put up with you anymore. I know you will still try and speak to me. My religious guilt gene runs deep. But Jesus came to set captives free, and I will run with him until he does. I only serve one master, and it isn't you. I don't know if you guys can relate to that at all. This constant barrage of torment sometimes that feels like you can't even run away from it. You can't even escape, and it's just wanting to keep you underneath the weight of itself. But like I said in that, it's not anything but condemnation. Satan is known as our accuser. And he's constantly accusing us to God. Trying to tell on us, so to speak. 
And he does this in our own personal lives as well. He wants us to think that we are the absolute worst because if we actually believe what God says about us, that we're more than overcomers and that it's not based on our righteousness, but Christ. When God looks at us, he sees us through the blood of Christ. We do have responsibility to know God's word and obey it, but we don't do it in our own strength. Our strength is nothing. It's Christ who we need. It's Christ who we surrender to. And so, yeah, when the accuser comes, he will say how weak and how nothing we are. And the truth is, we are weak and nothing. But because we are in Christ, we are strong and we can do all things through him who give us strength. We do not have to put up with condemnation in our life. God's word says that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And we need to learn how to be in these seasons when these things are coming at our mind over and over again. Take our thoughts captive and make them obey Christ. You know what? Christ says, I am enough in him. Jesus died so that I could be free from this pattern of thinking. Jesus equipped me with gifts and every spiritual blessing in order to live and serve others. We can overcome him because Jesus has already done it. In Revelation 12.10, it says this, And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God, the power of Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced with death. For this reason rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the earth and sea, because the devil has come down to you having great wrath, knowing that he has only a short time. The enemy only has a short time with us anyways. But the truth is, we're already conquerors. Let's stop putting up with this critical inner voice. And every time this happens, take those thoughts and force them to bow to what Jesus says and who Jesus is. Believe God. Stand up in who you are and who you are created to be. And go and live your life for him in his strength. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today and listening to the Call to Build podcast. It would be so helpful if you would rate and review this podcast if you enjoyed it and share it with your family and friends so that others can be encouraged in building the kingdom of God in their special and unique way. If you want to take a screenshot of your podcast app and put it up on Instagram stories, be sure to use hashtag call to build and I'm going to be shouting out others who are building God's kingdom. Thank you for being here. Now let's get building.